Okay, so I don't know if you guys paid that much attention to pop culture, but Justin Bieber's girlfriend, Selena Gomez, has uh, received a lot of death threats and uh, harsh messages because she's dating Justin. From who? And uh, I'm concerned about you, guys, you Brent, because we talked about uh, you let the cat out of the bag that you're married. Mm-hmm. And I'm just worried that some of our female listeners will uh, be a little upset with that news. Uh, I think I, I've noticed numbers uh, in the female demographics of our podcast have really gone down since we mentioned that Brent is Brent is spoken for. I know. I thought we had an agreement. We never bring up that any one of us is married on this. Got to keep up the single, like you know, living living large kind of guy <laughs> kind of vibe. But we kind of blew that, you know. Yeah, if girls think they have a shot with us, they're gonna listen. If if we're well, spoken for, the other you know? thing, you know, like. I had a lot of girls that were following me, and then we put up that picture of me at the wedding on the blog, and <laughs> I got defriended by, like, all of my Twitter followers and my female Facebook friends that were new. It's just, I'm just a Because cross. of the show. Yeah. yeah, we really, like, I don't know. They all got excited when you said that I looked like Zach from Saved by the Bell, and then when I looked like a dirty old Robert De Niro, it just really hurt us, so... I, I don't know. And, We've killed our fans. And apparently, since I look like Screech, I've had uh, yeah, no, no, one, no feedback. No one really followed you. But. No. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. It's an option. That wasn't bad. That didn't stink nearly as much as I thought it would. And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Alright Carter, we'll let you have your fun again Here's another Carter segment This segment has been pent up Pent up or bent up? Pent up I don't even know what that means Anyway, yeah, this segment to talk about it this segment has been brewing in Carter's mind for many weeks, so we're going to let him get, get this one out. All right, Carter, go. Okay. You guys, would, uh, you guys would agree that I'm a pretty unselfish person, right? Um, okay, yeah, you're a pretty kind person. Yeah, I'm, I'm very okay with being not in the spotlight, and I'm pretty generous, but I've noticed with this podcast, I can be... I can just be like Randy Moss. And, and for those who don't follow football, Randy Moss is a, a total diva wide receiver. Yeah, he like complains about everything and thinks he's the best and like throws food at people and complains about everything. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I feel as if when I'm doing the show that I need, I need the ball thrown my way. I need my touches. If I don't get enough segments, then I'm just pouty and I'm just going to take it out on the quarterback, a.k.a. you guys. And... <laughs> <laughs> and and like if Randy knows the play, like he's not going to get the ball. He's just a decoy. He kind of takes it off, runs half speed. And so when you two are talking, like Trevor just being angry or Brent talking about some book, I'm just like you know sitting back, taking this play off, taking this segment off. <laughs> and it's just so weird to see me as like a, a selfish diva athlete. Carter, it's funny that you think you're like this elite podcaster, like Randy Moss is an elite football player. Because from what I feel like. It's like sometimes maybe if, I, if I'm the quarterback, you're like the kid that we kind of had to let play football. 
<laughs> and we and just kind of have to throw covered. the ball your way once in a while because we kind of feel sorry for you. So it's funny how your perspective <laughs> of your life is very different from my perspective of, of you, Carter. Uh, there's a lot of passive-aggressive stuff going on here today. <laughs> first, first, Carter cuts down just our general personalities on the sly. <laughs> Trevor being just being mad about something. <laughs> Fred's talking about some buck. I think it's time to bring in, if we could post-edit in some of the ends to our segments of Carter just killing them. Yeah, I have a whole <laughs> reel of Carter just destroying things, followed by like five seconds and then Brent <laughs> angrily sighing. It's just like, there is a lot of passive-aggressive stuff going on here, though, isn't there, Brent? Mm-hmm. We're getting pretty nasty with each other. It's kind of like... <laughs> Last week especially, a lot of it was edited out, but... <laughs> And I've noticed that uh, our numbers, our, our numbers of downloads have slipped. Like uh, I think it was episode four didn't do as much as episode three and five, and I think that's because you guys took it out on me more than ever, you know. And so people just don't react well to that. They like it when we're all people like positive, buzz. happy situations. Yeah. Well, then go yeah, somewhere else. To me. <laughs> you keep on saying Han Solo. It's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I don't. I've never even watched Star Wars in my life. I'm sorry. I know, and I don't know why we're friends. <laughs> That's the whole point of the podcast. It's breaking the slow deterioration until it finally just explodes. You're starting to catch on. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of Here Comes Some Wisdom. You can find our blog at oh, herecomesomewisdom.blogspot.com. If you feel the need to email us for any reason, email us at herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com. For those of you who need to know, I am Brent. I'm Trevor. And I am Carter, because Ricky what? J. Stallone what? is dead to me. What happened to Ricky? I haven't. Well,. You may remember from last week, he is my Safeway Club card alter ego, and I haven't mailed in the application yet, so for the time being, I'm still Carter. So Ricky's dead so to this you. Ca- yeah, so this yeah. card never even existed. No. I thought, oh, I thought you'd been using this in public for a while. I'm disappointed. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing they don't need a photo ID for the card, too. <laughs> well, we got to get some funeral pictures of Ricky. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Funeral pictures. This is something that I've been realizing about my family. Is this not a... No? Really? I remember. I remember this this week. As a child, I remember discovering a photo album in my grandmother's house that was all pictures of dead people in our family and our neighbors on the farm and stuff from, like, the last 50 years. And this is, like, before they died? Like, like when No, this is them? them in a casket. <laughs> what? You guys don't uh, have, honestly, Brent, nothing? You don't have any dead people pictures, like casket shots? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, was No, this I taken... remember saying that in, like, the 1800s, right? That was an old was, West thing. The film was so slow then that that was the only time you could get a good picture of someone. Is you have to wait till they died, because they'd always be moving. And <laughs> so, Okay, so when did you actually take these pictures, like... When they're still at the funeral home or like actually during the ceremony? Just before the ceremony, I think, was when most of them were shot. Or maybe after the ceremony when the coffin's just there and then it's like, 
snap a couple pictures of the dead guy. You know, different angles. There was a couple of people. Most of them, you'd get two shots, right? You'd get a nice side kind of lengthwise angle, and then you get a really kind of over-the-head, straight-up dead head kind of like now, shot. No, so you're saying that a family funeral for you, it's kind of like the the kickoff of the Super Bowl where <laughs> flash bulbs are just going it's like, constantly. <laughs> it's like ministers here. <laughs> yeah, you think you think Elvis died and he was getting paraded through town or something? Like, no, oh, no. Man. But yeah, I'm serious. My grandma had a whole photo album of just <laughs> dead people, like just. So if you said, yeah, if you said you were disturbed, you saw this when you were a kid and ran and crying. Did you still flip through the whole thing first and kept like, um, crying as you went, but couldn't stop, or did you go I, back for more eventually? I eventually kept going through it more and more as I could kind of build up a tolerance to it. I re- oh man, that messed me up though. And I remember I've never seen uh, an open casket at a funeral. Are their eyes open or are they closed peacefully? Or... <laughs> yeah, their eyes open. They stare at you. <laughs> no, they like they close their eyes, but they like nobody looks good when they're dead, right? Because like they're laying down, so like all their like neck fat is all down, and their eyes are all sunk in, and their cheeks are all sunk in. So it's like the most disgustingly morbid picture you can possibly take. Like, capture someone at their worst, and they're dead. So basically the the Niro, the Niro picture from... Uh, the wedding, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From yeah, last yeah. week, yeah. But no, I mean, like... Carter thinks their eyes... That would be something. Open-eyed funeral, that's... <laughs> I feel bad like idea. You feel judged. <laughs> you, can really with, you, can, you can connect with the people that way. got something for us here you got, got something, something for us here yes so a little bit of dream interpretation i thought we could try this do you believe in dream interpretation at all do you think dreams mean anything i think dreams are a way for you to like get some of your fears out maybe maybe to like work your way through some fears i think that's what your mind is doing all right carter do you have a dream? Do you have a dream book or? No, but I, I heard if you uh, if you do keep accurate logs of dreams, then you can uh, engage in lucid dreaming where you control your dreams, so you can like be in a cockpit of an X-wing fighter in Star Wars. But that's like Fabio, like the dream maker, right? I think that's oh, I think yeah. that's maybe what Fabio meant in a time for romance. But mm. so if you could dream, Carter, you'd be in Star Wars. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's funny because I've heard about I've read about lucid dreaming before, and it's like make out with your favorite celebrity is like just the common go to thing. But I guess it's X wing pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, come on, Luke. I know you feel it too. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, so here, listen to this strange little dream that I had before waking up, and I'll tell you the real what I believe is the real meaning behind it. I was sitting at a table with you guys. With us, I think so. We were in your dream? We'll say so. It's possible. honored. And I, at least, don't know if you were. I was just eating dozens of chicken wings. (laughs) (laughs) And just choking them down. I don't remember. This is just a very quickie. Just getting, but it was in the middle of this, and there were just bones everywhere, and it was just a mess. And I was not feeling good. Just, like, full. Sounds familiar, actually. Chicken, yeah. (laughs) Chicken wings just patly... Mouth just full, trying to just chew down, chicken. no taste. No taste, like 
choking, half choking on them. Like, this tastes horrible. Oh, I'm not enjoying this, but wings. I can't stop. It's totally Fabio with the chicken yeah, pirates. Just okay, just chicken wings. Keep going. That's it. That's your dream? What, does, just... that, what does that mean? I was, like, miserably choking down these, like, chicken wings that had no taste they're like stuck in my mouth with us yeah were we you podcasting? guys didn't have much to do with it no I've, we I've were just um... we were just sitting there choking you were we eating chicken wings or just you just me i've got an interpretation of this it's All right. uh it goes back to last episode sort of where you would like to be more like me how i no taste as in like go to Lollapalooza and see like a hundred bands for just a little bit don't enjoy it just mm-hmm. consume Never enjoy and then have a bad feeling about it at the end. I think, or you just want to be seduced by Fabio, one of the two. I think it's about Fabio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there's some kind of Fabio connection about you scarfing down chicken wings during the podcast, and like it's in a dream too. So that's very meta. It's like the dream maker eating chicken wings on the podcast. <laughs> Are you sure nice? there was no game of chess after? Yes. Well, I woke up soon after that because here's oh, the real hold interpretation. On, hold on, hold on. We okay. were all wearing shirts. Yes, <laughs> and there was no wind machine. <laughs> Couldn't so tell. You, so you wake up, and what happens, Brent? Uh, my mouth guard, grand guard thing that I just bought was halfway down my throat. <laughs> 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 what? This movie ain't got ideas were... or thoughts. This is about blowing stuff up and eating chicken wings and choking on your mouth, guy. <laughs> so if you're willing to head off to our blog spot this week, what is that spot again, Carter? Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we'll put up a YouTube, one of my favorite videos of all time from the YouTubes. It's a LARPing video. LARPing, for those of you who don't know, is live action role-playing where people dress up yeah people dress up act like kids but and fight each other so you'd swing a sword but then there'd also be like wizards (laughs) people who are wizards so they shoot thunderbolts at people maybe fireballs you shoot people who don't have a credit card for the 15 dollars a month to pay world warcraft would you say that oh i think these are much more active people carter they're getting out there (laughs) and doing it I guess they're getting exercise, too. Are these people in relatively good shape? Some are, yeah. It's, it probably varies. It seems Most like a mix, mixed art. group. But this video probably has the best... This video has the best pan. The best use of panning that I've ever seen. Where it's a field filled with people LARPing. It's just... And they're all facing their enemy. You don't see the enemy yet. And it pans to the left. And there's a gigantic like, two-story dragon that people have built... <laughs> It's like controlled from the inside by, looks like about a dozen people. People are running the dragon f- and you have to kill it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Is there a princess to yeah. save or something? I don't think so. Sorry. Just kill just, the dragon. Just, and the, dra- the dragon's got some minions running around too. Oh. You may have to take care of, but it's. Like henchmen. Like, yeah. yeah. And I say dragon, I'm not just talking about somebody where you'd, if you haven't seen it, you would not understand. It's like the size of a house. Yes. It's like a giant. And it's not just yeah, and it's not somebody's like little head sticking out, wearing a dragon mask. It's a dragon. Does it like have flames or something? At least no, it doesn't shoot f- flames. It does shoot smoke. I'm oh. sure of that. Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> Good point. Never thought of that. <laughs> That's right. It's a metaphor. Uh, 
You know what's sad is that I was at the gym today, and I think I saw the exact same thing, Brent, is what you're discussing. <laughs> I, was, I was at the gym, and it was Sunday afternoon, and they had a giant castle built, and people dressed up as, like, dragons and bad guys. Like, basically, the staff of the gym was, like, bad guys, and it was, like, six-year-old kids, like, storming a castle and, like, trying to get to the top of it. And it's, like, literally half of a gym, a giant foam castle that you can, like, climb in and go up on. So there's six-year-olds doing it, and then there's, like, full-grown men doing the exact same thing, except the six-year-olds have better equipment. Now, men and women, Trevor, it's a good way to meet That's women. That's right. There's, Lots there's, of girls um, LARP. A lot. LARPdating.com. Yes. <laughs> and one of my favorite LARPing moments was uh, captured by Google Maps Street View. Like, you know, normally LARPing, it's in the park. There's lots of people, but this one is, you know, the car goes through the roads taking pictures of all the houses. Okay. And there's just two guys in a ditch sword fighting in <laughs> full, full, like, chain mail and helmets and stuff. Is like that, that real? It is real, yeah. It's just, like, not a social thing. It's just two guys, like, let's dress up, go in the <laughs> ditch. And then they're captured by, you know, what looks like a regular car with a camera on top. So now just, the world is laughing at It's them. like, Brent, let's go settle this out in the ditch. Let's go <laughs> LARP this out. Let's LARP it out. LARP it out, guys. Let them LARP it. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a two-person kind of event. That seems kind no, of... No, yeah. It seems, it seems like, you know, somewhat socially acceptable if you're in a large enough group. But that's but, the uh, thing is that nerds... It only takes one other nerd to have nerds fully go into a world <laughs> of nerddom. You only need one other person that's as nerdy as you, and you can believe your way into just about anything, I think, if you're a true nerd. I think so. You know, you can, like, you can nerd it up in, like, a basement for several days with just you and your nerd friend. And if you have three, there's a chance that you might never come out of that basement for years. There's a lot of reinforcing behavior. I'm surprised that uh, nerds are the victims of peer pressure rather than uh, the instigators of it. Yeah, you think they'd be vindictive or something? Dear Log, bought a Nintendo 3DS today. It should be shipped here by Wednesday. Podcast is going good. Brent and Trevor have been pretty nice and liked my Randy Moss segment. So now we got to talk about emailers to the show. You know, we have to give our, our listeners a name. The I was fan base. Wisdom, yeah, wisdom wranglers. Because they, uh, they hear our wisdom. And then, and then they, they try they and rope it, it in. And it, yeah, and then they you know, incorporate it into their own lives. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so the wisdom wranglers are doing what? Yeah, uh, so wisdom wrangler nation. I'm putting out the call. We are looking for some feedback. Which just what, means that Carter yeah. wants to give someone ten dollars. Yes. Yeah. Let's so, just be let's just be straight here. Yeah. So our sponsor has provided me with ten dollars to uh, make the show better, <laughs> and so I want to give it to uh, a listener. So any email received in uh, from like you know the time this episode goes up till the next episode, ten dollars iTunes gift card. All right. So just constructive kind of criticism or feedback of some sort, and you're going to get a, a gift card. We're going to do it randomly, Carter. Yeah, randomly one person winner. So so hey, 
you know, if you just got a couple things to say, not the greatest idea ever, email in anyways. You know, we'd love to hear that you're listening. Worth a shot. We want to hear from you. Give you 10 bucks, maybe. $10 iTunes gift card. Emailed to you. Awesome. I'm not opposed to someone coming up with a good idea for the show, too. If they have a segment, something that fits with us, send it in, you know. All the feedback you give us. Brent? the style that we've done stuff. So Summarize. Feedback. Email it. Carter gives you $10. Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. All right, guys. What I was thinking we could do is we're all pretty creative people, right? Yeah. In our own, in our so. own regards. I think we're all Brent's an artist of yeah. some sorts. Um, quite a remarkable drawer of cats and cubes. Uh, Carter, you're... A uh, reggae artist, superstar. Yeah, you're a reggae recording superstar, but you've been known to do some music. I, I, I do theater and music. Um, we're all creative. Now, I wanted, to, I wanted to maybe, you know, do something a little more concrete and really test our creative skills here. So what I was thinking is, um, are you familiar with, with uh, haiku writing? Yes. I thought we should call this segment the 575. Five seven. Oh, that's kind of gangster. I like it. Yeah. yeah it's like a, it's like a gangster area code. You know, you know, here comes the wisdom owns owns this territory, y'all. The five seven five, baby. Keep our names out your mouth, son. <laughs> that's what we're doing then. We're gonna kick it in the five seven five here. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna Except we're doing poetry. Oh, <laughs> oh, poetry. oh. poetry's kinda like rap though, so we're kinda Oh yeah. You know, kinda tough. Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. Just, did you just say what, a random Trevor, name of the first rapper you could think of? No, no, Trevor. Why don't you channel your California love mm, again? You mm, heard that. Mm. Right now, so what we're going to do is we're going to write a haiku retrospectively of what, what we've experienced today. This is kind of a segment for us to recall our our emotions and our experiences from the day of of the show. So uh, let's kick it five seven five style. The first line, five syllables. Second mm-hmm. line. Seven syllables. Last line, five syllables. But I want bringing it back. I want the last line to kind of have like the turnaround, the kind of punchline, you know. So let's uh, let's all sit down for a couple seconds quickly and write a haiku. That the first one that comes to mind, and then we're going to share them with each other. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take a second to write it. I'll give you about five or six seconds here. Let's go quick. Okay. Now we're actually going to cut it. <laughs> 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 All right, what do we got? Five, seven, five. Let's go. Start. Stop downplaying your art. It's brilliant, Carter. Okay, I'll go first. Give you guys some more time to uh, come up with yours. Here we go. Rapper or poet, take out the mouth guard before you spit hot fire. <laughs> I was expecting a mouth guard reference, Carter. You're kind of yeah. weird. Brent, what do you got? Read it dramatically, please. Okay. Dead pics of the fam. What a lovely keepsake. <laughs> oh, look, I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm joking, but mine rhymes with yours at the start. You got to be the closer. Come on. Sword fight in a ditch. But before you go LARPing, call Norwich Union. <laughs> so of course, you have life insurance before you step in the ring with right the before dragon. you larp you call patrick called got a life insurance so i think you should do the same thing <laughs> any age you will be automatically accepted <laughs> oh look you're a witch i think that perhaps maybe if, if say a listener wanted to write in a haiku i would be i would be 
I would be thrilled. That would probably make my day if you wrote in a haiku and emailed the show. So just throwing that out there someday. This has been episode seven of your favorite weekly podcast. Here comes some wisdom. What's the website, Carter? Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. And the email, email the show, Brent. Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. That's right. Um, thanks for all the listeners for listening. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. It's really starting to spread now. And I think it's, uh, I just want to say thanks personally for uh, doing this. I'm not going to quite pull a Carter moment last week. Recently. This is really <laughs> remarkable. That Got a little emotional. People on are here. listening to us. And, uh, it just means a lot to me, you know. But, but thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Email the show. Have some fun with this. Uh, we're glad you're enjoying it. And uh, spread the wisdom, people. It seems like growing up, maybe not Carter so much, but Trevor, you and I have had the luxury of having many, getting ourselves into many just rough situations. <laughs> yes. So sort of being purposely dumb enough to get into things, but lucky enough to get out of them without any serious problems. That's right. I think today, today we're just going to share... A very special segment. Yeah, an extra special one kind of, those? of bonus segment for everyone. Um, it's a story about... Uh, people have emailed in and asked about it, and we've referenced it before, and this is a special thing for all the listeners. It's the story of the man. The man. You betcha. So we hope you enjoy. Yep. <laughs> Carter, yep. I have to talk. <laughs> I, have to, I need to say something. It seemed like it was only you yep. two, you know? Yep. I, had to, I had to get my touches. I'm keeping... Throw me the ball! <laughs> I'm keeping that all in! <laughs> the man! Yep. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so this is something that maybe we've alluded to in past episodes, and, uh, and, and, and listeners have emailed in suggesting this as a, as a possible thing to talk about on the show. That's one thing. I have a lot of old kind of crazy stories, depending on, like, due to the situation in which we grew up in and the place we grew up and some of the people we knew. We have lots of pretty ridiculous stories, but we try and spread them out a bit, right? We don't want to just sit around telling stories all the time because that's too easy. So over time, we like to spread them out. And most of the time, Brent, something happens to you at the gym or Carter's something. And, like, I don't have a lot of stories, but I got some old ones. And this is is one of the, uh, the more epic tales of a person that became known to all as... The man. He was the man. Now, some of this story over time may have evolved a little bit. The general outline, though, is very much true. I can't remember every single detail, but I can remember most of them. And they're pretty (laughs) terrifying and pretty hilarious. And here we go. So, it was May long weekend. You know, it was just turning into summertime. Things were good. Everybody back in the day when we were in school, where did everybody go for May long weekend? I, I would stay at home. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be you. <laughs> but everybody else went up to Clear Lake for May long because that was where it was at. Well, this year I had a girlfriend who had a cabin at another lake. And it was way, way, way far away from our hometown. Not Old so clear? Way. No. Well, it was a beautiful place. Beautiful. Okay. But uh, it was just not anywhere. I didn't know anybody up there. It's, like, way far away from where we lived. But, you know, you're kind of 
try to be a nice guy. It's like, okay, we'll go up to uh, your lake for the for the weekend. We'll go up there. So we go to this lake, and we arrive. And at the beginning, we're kind of walking around the campgrounds, doing the kind of beginning of the weekend thing. Everything's yeah, normal. Yeah, we're meeting people, you know, and then someone's like laughing about some guy that had a crossbow or something. It's kind of like, oh, whatever. This people sounds kinda... like the start of a horror movie. Like, really. <laughs> I, I know where this is going, but it sort of is a horror movie. <laughs> so we're kind of, we're kind of like, you know, I didn't drink then at all. I never drank at all as a kid. It was, so I'm kind of sober through all this, which maybe it was like, maybe it was a good thing. Maybe it was a bad thing. I don't know. But I came out alive because there's people wielding crossbows and like, you know, just doing crazy things. And then you hear like shots, you know, you like bang, bang. You're like gunshots. So the first that I thought is like, okay, maybe it was like, maybe it was like fireworks or like you just, you just assume that in a, in a provincial park people aren't firing guns right that in a campground you know so so as we're like stumbling around the campground it's getting into the early evening it's like no did you do you hear about him man no he's got a handgun and he's just walking around and he was just shooting it in the air he just put it up and started shooting it's like whoa what's going on there's some guy some psycho wielding a handgun walking around the campgrounds just shooting it, Pull, pulling this piece and just shooting it in the air, whatever, you know, he's, he's basically just doing his thing, right? And, and I'm kind of like, well, where's the, where's the warden? Like, what's, what's, what's going Mark on? Ranger, like, why, where is he? Why isn't they yeah, stopping man. this? Yeah, man. And, and the other campground, if you walked around with a beer in your hand onto the road, <laughs> you were thrown out of the park instantly. And, like, police escorted, like, out. Apparently in this park, if you walk around with a handgun, what it means is that the warden gets terrified and leaves for the weekend. <laughs> Apparently, that's the new rule. The warden peaced out hard. He's like, none not, of this. Not dealing. None of this. Nope. nope. <laughs> Screw so this. You're left to it's fend the busiest for weekend of our year. Busiest weekend I'm, of the yeah. year. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Now, did other, like, uh... Campers leave too once the warden left and word got out. I yeah, did people have a problem with this or was this like, uh oh, here he goes? This well, some people knew him. There was families and kids. That night, let's put it this way: that night, we happened to run into the man, and he was in a festive mood. He was cooking. He was bar. He was one of my girlfriends. My girlfriend's friend. It was her brother. So we ended up at their campground. So you had an in. So here I am. Oh, um, yeah, not initially because he's like, well, why are you with my like sister's friend? Who are you? You know, he's like oh. protective older psycho brother. And then my other friend who was kind of like with the other girl, they weren't dating or nothing. They weren't even fooling around. But, you know, it was like me and one girl and my friend and, and this other girl who's sister of the man. So this guy is like, <laughs> this guy's in hot water already. And he's the nicest guy. He's such a nice guy. No, and no. He, where's the gun? Is he like flipping burgers in one he, hand while yes, holding the revolver in the yes, other? 
It's yeah, with, so it's not like in the tent. It's with him at no, all times. No, it's like it's either in his pocket, like visibly, or it's in his hand. Is he being respectful or is he pointing at it? No, he's like when he's talking to you, he's like waving the gun around. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. This man carried a piece at all times and was like <laughs> just like it was no big deal. He ran the campground. Yeah. I think he it was like, a long weekend. What? It was a long yeah. weekend. Bring a piece. Are handguns even legal? I don't, I think, don't think so. I think so. You have to have a pretty big permit for them, yeah. No, you can't so, have So, hey there, you want a hot dog? Uh, you can't say no, no to this guy. No. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I have a hot dog, man. They're really good. And he's like, what do you want on that? And Andrew, he's like, well, I, I, he's like, you want some mustard? He's like, no. no. So he's like, yeah, you need some mustard on that hot dog. He's like, how about some relish? No, uh, no. <laughs> he proceeds to make him a hot dog. Like eat it, <laughs> like stares at him with a handgun as he like. There's like silence. Like it's like eat this hot dog from start to finish. Or there's gonna I be consequences. <laughs> while I stare at you, and this guy's like shaking, eating hot, and he hates mustard, which is another awesome thing about it. Is that he hates mustard, so he's forced to eat a hot dog at gunpoint. At gunpoint, oh, yes. Well, well, the man is staring. He finishes. He goes, I'll make you another one. He's like, okay. So he gets force-fed two hot dogs at gunpoint. And that was the end of our night. Okay, so that's not a very good story. It's, well, okay, it was all right. The guy's got a gun. Did you have any inclination to leave? Like, just uh, call it a weekend? No, this was apparently normal to all the people we were with. <laughs> he's okay. just the man. He's just being himself. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got a gun. And... Uh, I'm scared for my life. Okay. So the next day, we're out on the beach. And we're laying at the beach of the campground. Now, there is us, a couple other kids, and then there's two families with young children. Well, the crack of noon. (laughs) Who comes strolling down the beach in jean shorts (laughs) with a firearm tucked into his shorts? (laughs) <laughs> None other than the man going to catch some afternoon rays. At which point, there is some birds flying low over the lake, back and forth. There's oh, a that's whole bunch nice. of birds. It's spring. Picturesque. That's it's a beautiful time. In front of children. In front of us on a public beach in a provincial park. The man pulls out his firearm, aims up into the sky, and deliberately stares for, like, 30 seconds. Like, soul, like, just focused. Bird comes close, traces it, right in front of us. Ba-boom! <laughs> Duck hunt. <laughs> and so I imagine Puts your level of Puts the firearm into his shorts... And just continues walking down the beach. You were thinking before, maybe he doesn't know how to use it. Maybe if I, you know, it's dark, I get running, he won't be yeah. able to actually Maybe pick he me won't off. kill me cold-blooded. But now you know, if it's, this guy wants to, you're as good as at, dead. Any given moment, I'm a dead man. Yeah. It's all part of his plan. It has to, like, <laughs> it has to keep you in line. That's, he's letting everyone know. He's letting the wife and the children on the beach no, that I charge. am the man. Did this duck, go, da- did this duck go down? <laughs> oh, yeah, he cleared it. That's, that's, that's impressive. You, Handgun? You can't even sh- 
You can't even shoot a person from 10 feet away with a handgun. <laughs> now, he could probably look at that guy on the beach and say, your wife is now mine after this point, right? Your children are mine. But So he just walks off the beach, and everybody there is just like, <laughs> ain't no thing. People didn't even look. People were just like, oh, he's just doing his thing. He's shooting birds in front of small children, pulling out a firearm. So... um. We're all, me and my buddy are, like, terrified. Um, And we go back to the campground and are, like, hiding for our lives. That's basically our plan at this point. (laughs) It's Saturday at this point. And we decide that if we just hide for the whole weekend, we can get out alive. (laughs) So, the next day... But there is... But. But. He decides that he wants us. I don't know why us. He's like, I guess because we were friends with his sister. He said, we're going to take them... We're going to go barefoot skiing. <laughs> and do you know how to ski like regularly with skis? I, Carter, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I, don't know how to sw- I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I don't know how to barefoot ski. Barefoot skiing's very difficult. <laughs> but there is a man with a gun that has decided that I am going barefoot skiing with him. <laughs> Now, I luckily, I, I find out that there are life jackets. I don't know if he's going to permit me to wear a life jacket or he's going to let me die. So we're out on the dock. We're waiting for the man on the dock. And I'm like, I'm scared. Like, I'm like, I can't swim, Andrew. Like, I don't know what to do. And he's going to like, he's demanding that we go on the boat. <laughs> so first thing, all of a sudden we hear like walking down the, uh, the dock. I turn around. The man has changed attire. The man is now wearing, I am not kidding, a neon pink O'Neill bodysuit. <laughs> like, skin tight, and he's a bigger fella. Skin tight, neon pink bodysuit. I am not kidding. He turns around for a second. I see his back. The thick back hair is growing out of the bodysuit. Oh, man. So it's like a pink, neon pink bodysuit with hair growing out of the back of it. Now, where's the gun? You can't tuck one into a bodysuit. No, suit. the gun is already on the boat. He's got the boat loaded. So, so I am like cha- trying so is he not... just challenging you now? That's what I'm thinking. It's like, Say something I, about what's up? the pink. What's up? I'm just like, hey, hey, huh? I'm trying not to laugh, right? Because this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. The man is just hairy and in a pink bathing suit, bodysuit thing. So we get out onto the boat. And the first thing he does is he looks back at his other buddy. And he says, put up the flag. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what, what, what's he talking about? Oh, what flag could that be? <laughs> you guessed it. In Northern Canada. <laughs> giant confederate flag comes up and it's like it's not like small it's like an eight foot flag dangling off the back of this boat he starts the engine goes out into the lake right now he looks over and he says to his friend put on the gunners (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, what? 
begins to crank Guns N' Roses from his boat with his Confederate flag in his neon pink bodysuit with hair coming out of the back. At this point, I'm in a total fear reflex, and I begin singing along to Guns N' Roses, which I know every word to every song ever. How does this go over with the man? Instantly, the man loves me. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I feel like I might, and I'm like, you know, I don't feel good. I don't think I'm going to be able to go skiing, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I just want to go anyway. We only got a couple hours left, so if you don't want to go, I'll just keep going. <sighs> so maybe Guns N' Roses saved me from drowning. Now, so he, he doesn't have the gun when he's skiing, right? <laughs> no. Did you have any inclination to maybe shoot him? Or the no. Driver and no. Him? Nope. He would. I would have shot him. He would have pulled himself back in on the rope and choked me to death. So, yeah. no. In you a perfect be, story, uh, the man, the man would be barefoot skiing behind the boat with the gunners cranked in his pink bodysuit with a Confederate flag while shooting a bird over the lake. While my friend eats eats a hot dog. In a perfect world, that would be the story. But no, he begins to barefoot ski on this lake that is like I'm talking like the stillest, calmest lake. Ever. I've ever seen. It's like a sheet of glass. And he apparently is not that good of a barefoot skier. <laughs> and he starts, the wait, there's too many waves. He starts screaming, hey, why is there so many waves? There's like no waves on the lake. Not, and he's free. he is having like a mental breakdown in the water, like 20 yards behind us. Like psycho scream. Just, I've never heard so many swears so loud in my life. He's like, bah, bah, beep, 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 beep. Like, just like, just swearing. He's like, the waves, the waves. And we're like, oh, yeah, the waves. Haha. <laughs> He's like, he is in his pink bodysuit, like, face planting continuously <laughs> for, like, half an hour. And then he decides that the reason he is wiping out is because of a man all the way across the lake in a canoe <laughs> fishing by himself. And this guy's creating the waves. This man is creating the waves that are causing him not to barefoot ski properly. So he's going to roll up on him with a he yes, with a gun he with a guns and roses, confederate flag, <laughs> wave and boat. He goes up he pulls himself in the boat soaked wet, hairy, pink bodysuit says go over there his friend's like well why he's like go over there you know so here's a man with a firearm on a boat and a guns and roses confederate flag combo and begins screaming at this man from like 20 feet on a lake he doesn't pull out the firearm and threaten him luckily he's like i will kill you if you make any more waves on this lake and the guy's like i'm just fishing he's like Stop making waves! <laughs> He's like screaming. <laughs> so he continues to barefoot ski for a while and has no success. And we dock and we get in and it's like, okay. I think it's time that we should go home now. And uh, luckily, we escaped the man. Two weeks later, I'm invited to a curling tournament. In which I've never curled in my life, and whatever, we're terrible. So I'm curling, and 
the man drew an early game, I guess. Is that what it is? In the, in the morning, the man was curling before our game. Apparently, the night before, the man had done a, a lot of drinking. So the man was on a slippery sheet of ice curling, <laughs> basically still drunk. He's curling, sweeping. He falls onto his side so hard that he visibly makes a crack in the entire sheet of ice. He cracks the, like, there's a long, he, like, falls so hard on his hip that he cracks the ice. <laughs> Everybody is in there, and it's the funniest thing you have ever seen. But He falls down, stands up, looks around, stares at everybody. Not a single person says anything, and he just continues to curl. <laughs> no one says anything. You don't dare laugh at the man. The man, look, he looked around. He's like, who's gonna, who, who thinks this is funny? Anyone think this is funny here? No. I didn't think anybody thinks this is funny here. So sounds like he is just, a, it just sounds like he is on a downward spiral and looking <laughs> to end it. And like a series <laughs> of just escalating situations until somebody says something. <laughs> and he's going to go out and blaze the glory. So what, I'm wearing my pink bodysuit? That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go wait. I'm gonna go wakeboarding. I can't do it. Yep. Just he's just waiting for somebody to say something, and it just tears <laughs> him up inside. It's like as soon as somebody says something, I'm gonna shoot him right in the face. <laughs> but it never gets to that point. But one day it will. <laughs> so is it good to be the man? I don't know. Is life good when you're the man? Is it good to be the king? Or you just have... end up fat and dead on a toilet. <laughs> <sighs> Those are the big questions. Yeah. So to be the man, you got to beat the man. Did you beat Woo! the man? <laughs> you don't you dare did, beat the you man. You did not. You did not even try. <laughs> I just lived to see another day. We have enslaved weaker races and weaker individuals of our own race and of our own families. This is in this nice science book. We have kept people in ignorance of how they can avoid disease how can they, and how they can live without within their incomes. In part, as a result of these practices, we find a world of recurring, increasingly destructive wars. For this, our generation will be considered as lacking intelligence by our successors. We shall justly deserve this condemnation. The end.